What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 154, the Labor Day show. Uh, it has been Labor Day weekend. This is our first show uh, after the last weekend of the summer, essentially. Uh, but once again, I'm joined by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe to talk about it. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I'm good this morning. How you guys feeling? And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, who happens to be my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's no guy I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world knows him as Derek Powell. My cousin, what's going on? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How y'all doing? I'm great. You know, uh, I haven't done this in a long time, and I was... I was Having a conversation with my son about about Saturday mornings, um, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And I said, before we start the show, before we get into into it, into it, I said, let me just ask this question. Just throw it out there because it, it, it made me smile. What cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon theme show or, or you know, weekday afternoon cartoon theme show got you fired up as a kid? I'll start with you first, Keith. Uh, Speed Racer. All right. Wow. Uh, Saturday or I'll just go Saturday. That's my uh, uh, Super Friends. Wow. Okay. Dirt. Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Okay. Of course. My favorite (laughs) was Spider Man, man. The 1960 Spider Man theme song. I mean, Speed Racer was like, it was like a jump ball between the two of those. And then I I thought about the Thunderbirds, but my favorite one was Spider Man. As soon as I heard that, I was hyped. Mm. Actually, you know, I, I heard you know I answered that wrong. I was thinking of cartoon and stuff, not the song. Um, Me I probably, too. Yeah, yeah I, you know what? I take that back. I wasn't a big Speed Racer fan. I don't know a brother like that, but I did like the song. So the Speed Racer, and then probably followed by the uh, the uh, the Spider Man theme. I'm going with Gigantor. Oh, oh, like yeah, yeah, I, I thought we was talking cartoons first, but song, you know, Gigantor got me. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, you know, this, uh, the reason why I, I had the conversation with my son, we were talking about uh, something happened on Twitter or, or something or other, and he was mentioning that uh, uh, mentioning theme songs, and 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 I got the, uh, and, you know, we just started talking about Saturday mornings and kids today. They get up on a Saturday morning. There's no cartoons. I remember when they actually preview. The upcoming cartoons on the network. I remember ABC. We used to have a show the night before that Friday night. They would preview the new fall lineup of of, of cartoons, um, and it was a big deal. Every year there was a you know it was a big deal. I mean you you had a you know your Saturday morning was pretty much set from you know Davy and Goliath until they played till Soul Train or American Bandstand. I mean, you knew where you, where you were going to be that Saturday morning because that's what it was. I mean, it was it was a thing. And now kids, you know, I mean, they they can watch cartoons anytime they want. Everything is on demand, so there's no, you know, there's no urgency to be anywhere. That's you know, I I, I think it's kind of sad in one regard. Yeah, you're right, Anthony. It's it's not like when we grew up Saturday morning. You know, you got your bowl of cereal, you sat on the floor, and you wait till the cartoons start. Now these kids don't even get up. They just laying in the bed, and the first thing they grab is their cell phones or their tablets or, or you know, any electronic thing. Whereas we we sat and we actually watched TV and enjoyed it. 
Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, your, your Saturday morning, you knew your, it was time to whatever you were going to do, uh, you know, was going to happen after Soul Train or, or American Bandstand. I mean, you know, that was the time to say, all right, you know what, let's let's make it happen. But I mean, you know, as you said, you got up. Uh, sometimes I remember getting up and, and so early some Saturday mornings that there wasn't nothing on but the test pattern. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I would sit there and watch the test pattern, man, till the TV came on, till they played the Star Spangled Banner and whatever, you know, David Goliath or whatever was coming on first thing in the morning. That's what I was watching. But remember, we it. only had certain channels to watch cartoons on anyway, two, four, seven, five, nine, or 11. That was it. That was your choice. Right. That was it. These kids, they got the Cartoon Network. They play when they want to. Uh, my big brother is talking about, you know, they, they wake up and get on their tablet, but he's going to send me pictures of his granddaughter on her tablet and she's only two watching cartoons whenever she wants to i love it <laughs> she's watching learning educational thing that's why she's so bright I, no, i'm not saying she's not bright i am saying i do have photos if anybody wants the evidence of that baby uh with her hand just like my brother would do in her head watching cartoons having a great time i love it <laughs> what are you gonna say mark well i'm saying the funny thing about them uh they kind of stopped, not officially, but around the anniversary of, of September 11th. Because what happened is, on September 11th, 11th, all the stations were staying on TV around the clock. Now, they officially, officially ended in like September of 2014. So that's about three years later. But by that point, the TV networks had started buying up other stations or other TV outlets. So like uh, CBS started buying or bought Cartoon Network, and then this channel buys Nickelodeon. So now right. they don't have to; um, they can still get the revenue from the cartoons by just sending you over to Nickelodeon or to Cartoon Network, and therefore put their news product on, taking it off the the main hub. And because September 11th happened, you know the world shut down. People want to see news around the clock, and I understand why. And so, about three years later, when it when these stations started being bought up, the networks say, "Why am I wasting my?" cartoon money on here when I could put on a news program on, which is cheaper. It's cheaper to put on a news program and get that dollar and then still tease my sporting events, my primetime shows, and then the kids will know where to find the cartoons. That's, you know, as everything becomes a dollar amount, but that's how it kind of ended. They were like, listen, why am I still doing this? You know, it's 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 not productive, but it was it was something we, you know, you set your clock, but you got up, you watch cartoons, then you went outside and played. So, Mark, all this is based about money. Surprise, um, surprise. Wow. Because yeah, I, I, didn't too much, I didn't know that either, but there's too much goddamn news on the TV. It's, it's, I know. it's depressing at times. That's why that's that's a, a crazy aspect of it because you would think, I mean, like I said, these kids don't know that they were Saturday morning cartoons. They have no idea. Like when, when my kids came up, were born, they didn't have the Saturday morning cartoons in full effect. At that point, they were on. It's gonna sound horrible, like on on satellite channels. Like they were on, they weren't on NBC, ABC, CBS. They were on the, the, uh, the CW. Right. Maybe a local Fox had some. I know I used to watch uh, the the X Men series, and then later on uh, X Men Evolution. Those kind of things, but they weren't on like my brother saying earlier. Like they weren't weren't on Channel Seven. So you see the cartoon, then you follow by you know the uh, you know the, uh, the schoolhouse, schoolhouse rock stuff. Rock, yeah. They weren't on those channels. They 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 never saw. They saw that. It's funny. They saw those Schoolhouse Rocks 
in school as part of like a history lesson. Like, hey, this is what they used to do back in the day. Um, so the TV networks just started saying, listen, we'll just put, we'll buy an infomercial or we'll put on some cheapy news program. But really the, the news slash the infomercial was the way to go because it's cheaper than having to fulfill. And you could, and here's the reason. The, the, the Congress told them, listen, you guys got to do something for these for these kids, for an educational standpoint. Right. So that's what the networks were forced to do it. And then once, when a station buys another station, they say, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing it on my main hub, but if you want this program, you can just go here. I mean, ESPN does it now in different ways. They do it, listen, um, if you don't, if you want to watch, you see it right now with the US Open. You're watching US Open on, on ESPN. And at six o'clock, hey, you continue to watch US Open, go to ESPN2, we're going to do Sports Center here. They don't just, you know, they just so they're still giving you the program and just telling you another spot to go, in which case helps them out, but always about a dollar. They rarely do anything out of the goodness of their hearts. Yeah, you mentioned uh um the the public interest. That that was initially the, the deal you had to 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 engage in to get an FCC license. You had to you had to do programming that was beneficial to the public trust. So that's why, you know, news had to be a certain way. Um, you know, kids programming, you had to provide you know, a certain amount of kids programming, um, you know, it, it was all, I guess, based on, on, on federal guidelines. And then in the eighties, since we're doing the history of it, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you, 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 you know, you, you kind of brought us up to speed on some of this. Cause I didn't, I didn't even know that, that background until you shared it, Mark, yeah, but I know that in, showing, yeah. Yeah, in, in the, in the eighties, um, you know, Reagan, you know, kind of went after the FCC and changed some of the some of the rules of the FCC. So I kind of maybe <laughs> big time you know, rules. Right. You know, and so so you started to see that the 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 subtle changes or whatever, um, you know, and it's funny. Schoolhouse Rock, you know, <laughs> you know, Derek mentioned, um, you know, Keith's grandbaby, you know, on the tablet. But I, I'm still, you know, I, I I know my times tables from Schoolhouse Rock. You know, I can still sing the three like song. Skate a figure eight. Yep. All yep. Skate a three. Yep. Uh, uh, three is a magic number. Uh, yep. I know how. You know what a verb does. <laughs> you know, so uh, you know because all of those. I mean, you know, every Saturday, you know, and, you know how a bill becomes a law. You know, it's funny how many people did not understand. You know the electoral process, or or how Congress works when they elected Barack Obama and they were mad at him, and nobody ever watched. Schoolhouse Rock, how a bill becomes a law, yeah. you know, and, and if they had watched it, they would have been like, oh, okay, we got to do X, Y, and Z first. Yeah, and it's the the thing that ended it in the um, it sort of happened in the nineties because what happens is initially like it's a good idea. Okay, fine, we're gonna do something educational. We're gonna actually help the public. We're gonna do what media is supposed to do, essentially be like a public a public trust. We're going to give you information unbiased. You know, I always say. The idea of the story was you come to the corner, you find out what happened. You don't come to the corner and and give an idea of what you think happened. So in that vein, they were doing those little educational shows. And then what the advertisers, advertisers started doing saying, hmm, I got you know Johnny here watching the cartoons. Is Johnny's mother in the room? Well, let me advertise to Johnny's mother. You know, And they started doing that. And eventually the parents started saying, no, 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 I want him just to watch Bugs Bunny, I don't. He doesn't care about X product. Why you? Why are we showing that? And right. that's when they started getting up. And then that's how those those t those those cartoons started going down the, the drain. Because they said, "Listen, well, if I can't, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense." So they started just phasing it out. And then 
Next thing you know, you got that. And then nine eleven wasn't exact. Wasn't like you know nine eleven happened two thousand one. Wasn't like a cause effect, but it was like oh we can all right. There's a trial you know another TV term trial balloon. I saw a TV, uh, political term trial balloon. Oh we can do that. Okay, they didn't go crazy when we took away the cartoons too much. Well, let's take away more. Let's take away more. Next thing you know, it becomes normal. Well, that's almost to your point about the advertising, you know, and how, how because that's re- really television, and I know this is about radio. If somebody would listen to static, just just plain oh, static. Cheap. But, but, it, but you know, if you could advertise your product and still make sales. Yes. They would never pay anybody to be on the radio to host anything. Same thing with TV. They could just play a test pattern, but every now and again, break up the test pattern with a commercial and you'd still watch that test pattern. They wouldn't pay any talent at all to be on TV. The only reason that talent is on TV at all is because it allows for advertising dollars, advertising space. And so Keith made the point that Saturday morning, What'd you do, Keith? You got up and you had your cereal. But think about the commercials you saw as a sugar kid. Sugar Smacks. It was all, yeah, Sugar Smacks. Foster, <laughs> every commercial, damn, it was a cereal, a high sugar yeah. cereal, and some toys. That's and it. They, and, that, and that's what they sold you. So, you know, you you knew what toys you wanted to go get on Saturday afternoon yep. when your mom went downtown. Hot Wheel cars. That's our yep. favorite. Hot Wheel cars. Hot Wheels. And, and you knew what cereal you were going to buy when you went uh, grocery shopping later on that Saturday. We, we were just talking about that, right, Anthony? Sugar Smacks? Yeah. <laughs> now, they had a sugar name, yeah. Do you guys remember uh, Wonder Rama? Was that on Saturday oh, that, or Sunday? That was Sunday on mor- Sunday morning. That was yeah, Sunday? On, on, and, you know, local here was uh, Channel 5. five. Yeah. Yeah, Channel okay. Five. Yeah, and then that's when you they, you know you get to win a bike or something they had to do to kids, and and, yeah. and they also had the advertisements on that day for bicycles. I wasn't yeah. sure what day it was on, but uh, you know, yeah, you know, you had to open up the can and all that stuff. And, right. you know, <laughs> and and I get the flower. Right. Right. Yeah, and then you would win the bicycle. David and Goliath go off so you can see some real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was being indoctrinated by Davy and Goliath. I really didn't understand what was going on. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I, this it, took me, it was almost like what, you know, when you watch the Adam West Batman, you go, oh, that's pretty funny. I didn't realize it either until years later. Oh, that's what that was about? I thought it was just about a kid and a dog. I didn't know anything else. So, yeah, no, it, 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 it is kind of a, a, a passing of the guard or whatever. And, you know, it, it's kind of sad in its own right. But I, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of you know, walk that thing because as you said, you know, um, you know, you, you know, on one hand, your daughter is, your, your granddaughter is on, on the tablet learning educational stuff, but she could have been watching Schoolhouse Rock and been up on, on her, you know, times tables and her, her, you know, the, the grammar table, learning grammar and timetables and some history in the same, you know, in the same vein. I mean, I, I think that's, that's really legitimately missing from a lot of these kids, um, you know, moving on. You know, we're in a time now where where uh, I think Keith Center sent me an article the other day about this this coronavirus, and I, I think uh, coming out of this last holiday weekend, in certain places, um, a holiday weekend will come and go, and and won't even be a big thing. I went to go see uh, Marvel's latest movie, Shang Chi, this past weekend, uh, uh, last Friday. And you know, I enjoyed the movie a lot, so I'm I'm giving it a thumbs up. I highly recommend it. I but I it. went to the theater in New York City, and in New York City, um, you can no longer go to the theaters without being vaccinated. Uh, I had to show my, um, I had, you know, in New York they have this thing called the Excelsior Pass, which is just a you know vaccine card, vaccine record that that's 
been uh, put on the state database. And so the state kind of endorses it. So you should show, I showed my, on my phone, my Excelsior pass uh, vaccine record. And I had to show ID, you know, you have to, they have to match. My ID has to match the name and everything else uh, in order for me to go into the movie theater. Um, otherwise, I, you know, I, I think, you know, I, as of the 13th, I know in New York City, you cannot go in to a theater or a restaurant unless you have all of that there. You can get food to go at a restaurant, but you cannot sit down unless you have uh, proof of your vaccination and, uh, you know, proof of identity. And I say all this to say, like, in certain places, we're still kind of, uh, you know, New York is probably the most uh, post PTSD city in, in the country. Um, we 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 kind of got smacked really hard by by this coronavirus and 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 the, and the devastation it caused the city. Initially, initially, New York City was ground zero. We had the most cases, the most deaths uh, at one point in the country, and everybody was looking at us. And when you looked at that Corona map, uh, we were the reddest of the red in terms of of cases and deaths. And now here we are a year later. Uh, looking at this Delta variant and and still watching people wild out in different places. And, you know, they recently had the Sturgis motorcycle rally. Apparently there was a huge spike after they left there because nobody was masked and nobody, the same people that would go to a motorcycle rally, the same people that would refuse to get vaccinated. So um, here we are again, and and we're talking about these Delta variants breaking through vaccinated. So uh, what, were you, what were you trying to trying to tell me uh, the other day, Keith? I was trying to say that uh, Fauci, well, I don't know if the statement was true, but he was saying that with the Delta variant, it affects those who are vaccinated also and those who are not. And it's not that much of a change between them because there are people who are dying, who have been vaccinated, are dying from the Delta uh, right. variant. And that's what he basically was saying. So, but, and still... If you have the vaccination, you're more, um, what's the word I can use? More safer than those less, who are yeah, not less vaccinated. Likely to die, right. yeah, yeah, most likely less to die. Unless you have um, underlying real bad health conditions, you know, which would bring, brings on the Delta, the, the COVID brings on other things that affect you, which they can't treat everything at the same time because the body doesn't allow that. And that's what tends to take a lot of people out if you have underlying uh, heart problems. Uh, high blood pressure, uh, asthma, uh, bronchitis, all that stuff. They're breathing process. And this is where those people get hurt at. I, I think that um, what I've always heard and what, what hasn't changed is that when they first gave out the shots or the, the vaccine became approved, they were hoping that people who were vaccinated couldn't transmit it. Now, we clearly note that they can. But what has still been a true statement beyond anything else is that the vaccinated person who con- who who has a breakthrough of the Delta variant and the unvaccinated person, the unvaccinated person, not only are they getting sicker, they're dying at a ridiculously higher rate than the unvaccinated. And I see for that, for lack of numbers, if I'm vaccinated, say there's a one in 10 chance that I'm going to get really sick and probably half of that, you know, and, and then even less chance that I'm going to die versus the vaccinated. I mean, the unvaccinated is going to be a nine in 10 chance that person will get sick and then a higher probability of their death. So yeah, you can still have the breakthrough, get, um, be fully vaccinated with all three, with whatever three, uh, three of the, uh, vaccine, the Pfizer, Moderna, or the J and J, but you're still, it will prevent you from 
dying. So yeah, yeah. you're going to have some people. And the problem is, is the messaging, not from the White House or from the CDC. It's the messaging of, see, that person died and they were vaccinated. Like, yeah. But if you, you can always, with any vaccine or anything, you can't pick out a ridiculously small minority and say, see, that person or that thing happened to that one person and ignore all the other hundreds of thousands of people who yeah. didn't get it done and are dying. So the message that happens where you have, you know, two stations saying, or two outlets saying, this is the case, this is the case. And then that one saying no, actually it's two with uh, Newsmax and, and, and Fox News, but even more so, it's not even those two, they're not even the, the big the big uh, players in this. It's the internet that's the big player because they're just saying, see, that person is fully vaccinated and they died. So why should I get you're missing yeah, the big the, point? I have the numbers because, you know, there's an article this morning on in, on the New York Times about it. And they were saying that uh, to both of your points, um, if you're vaccinated, uh, they're saying that 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 let's say, for instance, a covid person, a person who has been vaccinated and a person who's non-vaxxed, they can carry the same viral load. Right. They can carry a high viral load initially. But the vax person, as soon as that the viral load reaches a certain point, the vax person's body will start to to uh, attack the viral load and bring it down immediately. Initially, it's almost the same. But within you know hours of being infected to that level, the vax person's viral load will start to drop, whereas the non-vax person's viral load will remain the same and will still it will make them uber contagious. They said that the the numbers are are for for breakthrough cases is way lower than people perceive it. They were saying that in highly contagious areas, let's say you're in the south but you're vaccinated, the chance of of, of a breakthrough infection is maybe one in five thousand. So that's a really really low bar. They say in areas like the northeast where you have high vaccination rates. Um, and the chance of a breakthrough vaccine may be like one in 10,000. Um, and even if it's a breakthrough, they said that in a lot of cases for, for people who've been who've had breakthrough infections, they're not even aware that they had a breakthrough infection because they, they, there was no illness. They, they were asymptomatic because the vaccine is working. Yeah. Um, so that's really the thing. They said that in terms of, of deaths, they did. They went even further. They said in terms of deaths from breakthrough infections, it's one in a million. And the guy made the point in the article saying that, you know, you take a greater risk every time you start your car than you do uh, from being vaccinated with COVID. You know, walking in the city. Right. No, no walking to them stadiums. Did you see them football games this week? Had me a little nervous, man. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was shook. You were talking about it before. You were saying that the, you were saying that the uh, uh, Clemson and uh, Georgia, Georgia game, game they, you said there was a 300% spike after right. the after, – yeah. After that, and then they have like three plays from Georgia that have the COVID. So if they have it, they might have spread it to the other teams. So uh, to their teammates because they're all together, but they had shots. So it's, it's going to be carry on to the next person to the next person. Right. It's, it, again, but the, but see, that's the that's that's where people get confused. OK, so they had a breakthrough infection, but they are not ill. They are yeah, not. Right. They're not. They're not suffering any symptoms. And while they could be contagious, um, that breakthrough infection was detected because they get tested fairly regularly. So right. somebody says, oh, wow, you have it. Um, but if you test that person a couple of days later, 
you know, they may not even be able to detect the viral load in their body. So they would come, they would have a negative test, but because they, you know, they're doing these protocols, that's the same thing with the NFL plays. That's why they, exactly. the NFL is a little different. They're saying if you're non-vaccinated, Cam Newton, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> and you get, you get a, a positive test, you, or you get exposed, you have to stay away from the game for me for a while. You, you know, you, it's not just, you know, okay, um, you know, you're not showing any symptoms on this next test. You can come back. No, you have to stay away for a while versus the guys who are vaccinated. It's like a short period of time. I know like this, this, this week, for instance, um, in the Dallas game, uh, the left Zach, tackle, Zach Martin, Zach Martin has tested positive, uh, but he's vaccinated. So he will be back probably, you know, after the, the problem is the game is Thursday, yeah. but if the game was Sunday, he'd be back. He would have been back. Yeah. So that that's the you know that's that's the difference. You know, again, you know, you did people can be infected. They're, they're not saying that you can't be infected. What they're saying is you probably, as as I just pointed out, dying from it is one in a million. Yeah. And you know, yes, if you have really really under you know funky underlying conditions and 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 everything you know is you know turns out just right and all the boxes are checked, then certainly you can you can die from it. But it's the odds are so low. I mean, you have a better chance of getting, I mean, you know, knock wood, getting hurt driving your car than you do from dying from this if you're vaccinated. Can you get sick? Sure. They're saying even, they're saying like, you know, the, the in many cases, uh, the worst case is mild flu-like symptoms. Uh, the best case is that you don't even know you have it, like this, like some of these football players. Yeah, because they play and, you know, they find and um, they're good. So when they go on the field, you know, they're doing what they do. But the but the cat that doesn't have the shot, he's right. the one that's going to get it. And he's going to feel the ill effects of not having the shot. And the biggest problem is, is just the messaging. I mean, I know there was an increase once the Pfizer vaccine became, quote unquote, fully approved. But that's just semantics. I mean, it's like those people who are waiting on for that, who are waiting for that were just being stupid. It's just the messaging. If you can just, we could all just hear the same messaging, then I think you can get past it, but it's impossible. There's too many people have literal computers in their pockets tailored to their own neurosis, to their own partisanship. So it's imp- almost impossible to, to sway that. Yeah, no, the, the information, the, 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 the misinformation, misinformation disinformation yeah. campaigns that have been run by, you know, uh, certain groups certainly you know our own people on, on the right mm-hmm. and and then from 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 foreign actors you know i mean russia has oh, yeah, still playing playing games uh with our uh social media yeah i mean it, it's insane that 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 we're we're at this point you know i mean and i mentioned uh uh you know uh you know last year you know think about last i mean you know uh, we just had labor day and you know uh it's the end of the summer and this summer was slightly better than last summer, but not in a measurable way. I know, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, I'd like to feel like things are getting back, but we're still because, you know, you have so many people in this country, which, which to me is maddening because there are people around the world who would get literally give their left arm to be able to get vaccinated. Sure. And they don't have access to these vaccines. They can't. They can't get these shots in some of these nations. And some of these. Some of these people are taking some of these products that were made uh, in India and some of these products that were made in China. These vaccines that are way, way below spec and um, 
and some of them, you know, in Europe that are way below spec, way below the level of protection of the Pfizer, Moderna, and even the J&J, which, you know, gets a bad rep. Um, but some of the vaccines that these other people are taking, um, you know, are the ones that we kind of rejected, like, you know, uh, but they're taking them because that's all they have uh, you know, mm-hmm. access to. And 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 they're getting sick as hell. I know in Brazil they they're taking it's almost it's damn near oh, like, like a like like a sugar pill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know where they're taking them and they think, yeah, but they're not protected. So yeah, you know, I mean, for for knuckleheads to be walking around going, I don't want to take the vaccine. I'm I'm talking about my people too. Of course, I'm no, talking yeah, about our people. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. You but, know, uh, I don't want to take the vaccine because I don't know. You know, the man might be trying to do something. Might be, <laughs> Come on, man. I think about this when we were kids. Before we, when we were babies and our parents had to get us uh, um, uh, booster shots and all that stuff. Did they know actually what was going into our bodies? How it would affect us? Mm -hmm. But the the point was that we needed that. Even when you go to school, when the kids are going back to school now, they have to have certain shots in order to go to school. Right. If you have eaten a hot dog or a sausage from the, yeah. the, the Frankfurt truck, you could take this goddamn vaccine. <laughs> I will tell you this, and I stand by this, and you guys can say, um, you know, you know, everybody's have their own opinion. Those were the best hot dogs and sausages I had up until this day. I got the the, the sauerkraut, the onions. The uh, mustard and the ketchup, and and, and ate one while I was on Orchard and Delancey Street, and you know when I got there and got another one to go, you know. So if I can do that, I can definitely take the vaccine as I did. And I want to share with you guys, you know, like Anthony said when he went out to see the movie um, over the weekend. I went to the Capitol Jazz Fest, and they had put out on a website prior to us coming, maybe a month in advance. You either need to have your vaccination card, proof of vaccination. Or proof that you have had a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours, 72 hours before the event. And even when you got inside the event, you know, folks still had their masks and it's a park um, atmosphere. And, you know, you can kind of spread out. And, you know, me being who I am, you know, as soon as folks start getting a little too crowded, the black man did move his chair and rearrange it. You know, I, I know they checked us so allegedly at the door, but I needed to be definitely safe. But it felt comfortable there. And I need to share with you guys, by far, the best event that I attended there. And I might have been going like 10, 11 years because even the entertainers, because remember, they've been doing all that. What is it like the verses and on Zoom and all that? Right. Man, yeah. they felt that energy of the crowd, man. And they showed up and showed out. They definitely gave us our money's worth, you know, and I appreciate them, you know, for that. But I, I, I tell you this, I felt comfortable because they did a pretty good job unless they just picked on me uh, when I was coming in checking the ID because you had to have like your driver's license and you had right. to have your card or you had to have your driver's license and proof that you were tested. And I did see some people lingering on the side. And of course, I didn't care. I didn't know. Them. I was running on in there, man. But it was com- a comfortable feeling knowing that everybody inside had one or the other. You know, it, it made you a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, it, it, that's the way it should be. Not just for a specific event or for a movie theater or for a restaurant trip. That's the way it should just be. I should be able to get on a subway in New York City and know that most of the people there are vaccinated. Uh, I should be able to 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 go into a mall and and know that everybody's comfortable. You know, and it's funny because New York City is so. I mean, it, it as soon as you cross the border, 
from, say, Rhode Island, Queens to, to Nassau, Nassau County, New York, or Suffolk County, New York, it is a totally different world. Because, I, you know, I, I always carry, like, my mask in my back pocket, especially here. When I, you know, I'm running around. I'm, I'm going here and there, and I need to stop in the store. I pull it out of my pocket. I throw it on my face, and I go inside and get what I got to get, come back outside and take it off. Out in Long Island. People just kind of roam right up in the store. They ain't got no mask on. They don't care. You know, you know, they you know, they either faking the funk that they vaccinated or they just say, you know what, I'm not getting vaxxed. And you know, they reduced, you know, reduced the uh the the you know the uh restrictions. And so I'm coming up in here. You know, and I I know Mark, you can you can certainly speak to that because it is a different, it's a different world. I know when you come you come to you work in a city, but yeah. you live out there, it's a different world. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously the city I, I, and in Initially, when we first, I think when the state quote unquote opened up, we opened up as a station, um, and it was you know if you're fully vaccinated, you had the proof, you had to prove it through uh, your card submission, uh, some form they made you fill out. Right. Initially, we were all like, if you're fully vaccinated, you were back in the building without your mask, like a, like the good old days. And then when this Delta started kicking up, my my company went back to listen. I don't care what your vax status is. Everybody's got to wear a mask in the building all the time. That's supposed to be. Okay, fine. That's where we are. Um, as far as the city and the island, yeah, the city and the island is always two different two different worlds. Um, and I know when I go into a store, I'll have my mask in my pocket. And I always like you know check the door now, see what you know. Especially like you go into like a a a non corporate store. You know they right. may say, listen, hey, um, please wear a mask. Okay, no problem. I wear a mask. But if they don't, I go in without. And here's the reason why. <clears throat> not from any kind of anti anti mass anti vaccine is because, like we said earlier, you're you're not as much of a danger to me as I am a danger to you. I could be the most you know ill person in the world and be fine, but it's also more this reason for me for for me just for me. When all this was going down last year, or whatever, I did all the right things. I played by all the rules. I didn't go out and, you know, remember they were having like, you know, you could eat in the restaurants. I didn't go to the restaurant. I got my food and sat in my car, ate a, a ton of meals. I came home. I wasn't out, you know, running the streets or doing, I was quarantined and I waited until the, the vaccine came out, took the vaccine, waited my two weeks. And you know, you were there. I think when we had our first time going into a restaurant, right. Right. you know, we all sat there, you know, expecting to be electrocuted because we thought, okay, this is, <laughs> something bad is going to happen. But I did all the right things. So now- for the people who don't want to get vaccinated, I don't, I don't worry about you. I did. I protected you early on when I did when I when I wore my mask and I socially distanced. If you don't want to get vaccinated, well then it's on you. If I'm carrying a load and you're not vaccinated, you're going to get sick. I'm not wearing my mask now. You, it's your fault. I did it early on. I took care. You know, I, I worry about my fellow citizen. But now, if I'm out and about and you don't require me to wear a mask, I don't. I you know I went to the movie theater. I think once, twice. Uh, we went to. Now that's fine. You know, I'm eating my popcorn. I was having my mask on, but while I'm not eating my popcorn, I mask up just to kind of sit there and be like, for whatever reason. But if I go to a store that doesn't require me to, or that, that doesn't require me to wear a mask, I'm not wearing a mask. I did my job. I I was a good citizen for a whole year plus. If you want to still be the asshole who doesn't want to wear, who doesn't want to be vaccinated, or think I'm making some statement, then when I walk by you and I sneeze, or I you know I breathe not sneeze, I you know I breathe out, then that's on you. So what you're really saying is uh, you're doing like a Mortimer Duke and you're just looking at the rest of the world going, <laughs> fuck them. 
and right so because I like I did all the the right things. I mean, you I was I was nowhere. I mean, you, if you look at my cars, you know, back last year, I got so many damn napkins and you know uh, utensils and straws no, in there. No, because you're right. It was like I, I, it was like a camper. Because I didn't when I, when I would go in restaurants and pick up my food, and I see all these people sitting there. But the thing used to drive me, and it still drives me crazy. But actually, no, it used to drive me crazy. I would go in because you know, restaurants you had to have a mask on. People right. would walk in with a mask, sit down, and snatch it off. I was like, listen, and at that point, just walk in without the mask. Why go with the charade of, of doing that? The point of the the thing was always with the mask in restaurants was, for, besides being separated, was that while you're eating, the mask is off. But if you're not eating, you're just sitting there, you know, shooting the shooting the stuff. Supposed to be masked up, but people weren't doing it, and it would just infuriate me. So, like I said, I did the thing. I I did all the right things. I wasn't, you know, breathing down your neck on a line. Um, if I had to sneeze or whatever, besides having a mask on, I throwing it into my elbow. Or I go outside. I I did all the things to protect my fellow citizen from stuff. And and you guys know from my thing, I was tested like an athlete. I was tested twice a week, so I knew I was clean. But yeah, I are still, they still want- testing you, Mark, at the job. Um, for the full, you can you have a choice. You, it's not mandated now. Like put this way, if you're fully vaccinated, you can get a test anytime you want. You can get a test five days a week if you like. Okay. But if you're unvaccinated, then you're requiring to get tested twice a week. So for me, like I think I got tested um, just because I I was playing a bunch of basketball, you know, in gym with kids. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see if I'm carrying something. Not that I felt bad. I felt perfectly fine. But I just wanted to see, you know, how my how my how my vaccine is holding up. And every time I've done, I think I've done it three times since they stopped requiring us to do it, negative. But like I said, I did my job. I protected people who I didn't know at all for a whole year and a half. If you choose not to, then it's on you. So yeah, I'm, I'm the Dukes from uh, Trading Places. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, no, I mean, you know, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, philosophically, yeah, I, I do. I am offended. I am offended by people who who steadfastly refuse to get it. And I have, I have good friends who just like, you know, I'm waiting to see. And I'm like, come on, man. I mean, at this point, at this juncture, um, you know, the idea of having a year, you know, you know, we, <laughs> we're all of a certain vintage. I always say that we're all a certain vintage. But, ha- you know, you know, these years become more precious the older you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so having one snatched, out of my hands, you know, involuntarily. Uh, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm treating the rest of these, these, these remaining years a little bit more preciously than I did when I was, you know, in my teens or my twenties. And the idea that you decide, no, you don't want to get vaccinated. You're going to put me in jeopardy. Nah, I'm not. I'm not having it. Like I said, you know, keep mentioning, you know, the people at the game. All those people at the game, they just went down there. I don't know what the what the what the rules are in the state of Georgia. I'm sure. Yeah, well, Georgia has a, a the, they lax like Florida, like Florida, right? The Georgia, the the governor down there, what's his the old uh, uh, Kemp is an idiot, uh, just like Florida's uh, DeSantis is an idiot, and so you know, you put all in South Carolina is no better. Same thing, you know, these these red state governors, and they're putting these people at risk. Um, I, I just don't get it, man. I don't, I don't get, you know, putting, you know, you know, kids and everybody else at risk for, for what, what are, what are people asking you to do? Wear a mask? Cause if you watch the game, Anthony, I watched the Clemson and Georgia game from the tailgate to the game, the stadium is packed sure. right? and you can't tell me everybody had a COVID test or everybody had a COVID shot. 
that was at that particular game. I I I might see maybe in as they passing through the crowd, maybe about five or six people had masks on. But the majority, none whatsoever. And they yelling, they screaming, they spitting, and everything is around. Even though you outside, it's right. still going to travel. Heebie-jeebies. Oh, my God. Like, Heebie-jeebies? It's even crazy about this one because I mean, it's like Coke, new Coke and old Coke. With this Delta variant, at least, at, it sounds stupid. At least with old COVID, for lack of a better word, it wasn't crushing and killing the young people. Yeah, I know they still got sick, but as COVID a whole. COVID 1.0. Yeah. As a whole, they were fearing it pretty well. Delta has ratcheted that up. So now, now teenagers, young people, kiddies, you know, elementary schools, they're getting wiped out. They're getting crushed by this. So you would think even more so that these governors who were supposed to protect their people would would have a certain messaging, but they seem to be serving one master only, and it just, it's just odd. Well, I, I'm gonna say this about these governors, and I you know, and I, I've been you know. Uh, biting my tongue, we'll say on social media for for last week. But uh, you know what? This is this is our podcast, and we 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 pride ourselves and 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 taking a stance and telling it like it is. Uh, talking about governors who are just straight up assholes. I'm I'm looking at you, uh, Gregory Abbott, the Texas governor, who signed into law this new abortion bill. Let me let me uh, you know what. Because, yeah, let me just get it off my chest. Speak that talk, um, man. Tell I'm, 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 I'm going to tell it like it is, man. First of all, um, for people that are not familiar with this 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 new abortion law, it is the most draconian thing that they've ever come up with. Um, the law says that you cannot get an abortion or terminate a pregnancy after six weeks. Now, if anybody knows anything about biology, most women don't even know they're pregnant. At six weeks. Most women don't know. You know, I mean, there, there could be women who, who start to freak out, you know, when they they uh, uh, they have unprotected sex or they're like, oh, my God, I hope not. But they really won't know for a couple of weeks, at least uh, a couple of months, you know, until you have a missed period, which is 28 days. That's four weeks. Um, so and, you know, you could be late for two weeks and still not, you know, not not even register. So. uh they say you cannot get an abortion uh, for six weeks. Um, and then what they've done is they've made it so that uh, nobody can assist you in ending your pregnancy after six weeks. You know, um, if, if someone tries to help you, knowingly help you uh, terminate your pregnancy to get an abortion after six weeks, they can be prosecuted as well as you. You can be detained. Think about what I'm saying. You can be detained in Texas um, if you if if they suspect that you're trying to terminate your pregnancy. They they've deputized everybody in your neighbor. They've de- they've made it legal to be snitching on you. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and what they've done is they've they they've also banned abortions in the case of rape or incest. Let me say that again for the people listening. They've banned abortions. In the case of rape or incest, meaning that your rapist has more rights than you do. Your rapist has more rights than you do because he can snitch on you and get paid if you try to terminate the pregnancy. 
Crazy. That's right. Yeah. Your, if, if your uncle, daddy, or your brother, or, or, or somebody else in your family has been molesting you and are sexually assaulting you for over years and over, over time, and you get pregnant, and you want to end that pregnant, your family member can turn you in and get paid for it. This is where we are. This is the handmaid's tale. And I want to say this too, when people say that elections don't matter, Hillary Clinton told you all this bullshit was coming four years ago, but you, you talked about her emails and about her pantsuits and about her, her calves and how big her legs are. And you ignore <laughs> all that shit when she was trying to tell you that if Trump got in, he was going to stack the court with these knuckleheads who sat there and turned a blind eye when this Texas law came in. They didn't even want to look at it. They said, nah, we're not going to look at this. We're not, we're going to, we're going to let it slide. We're going to let it rock. Now there are another half dozen states that are actually actively not even trying to write new laws, but trying to just implement this Texas law in their own state legislatures. And it's going to happen in these red states. So yeah, you know what? White women who voted for Trump overwhelmingly, Y'all own this. I don't want to see y'all out there marching with no more pussy hats on. I don't want to see y'all out there screaming <laughs> and talking about, you know, uh, my body, my rights. Nah, nah. You fools went out there and y'all voted for him over 50% rate when he ran against Hillary Clinton. That's right. Y'all put this in effect. Black women voted over 90% for Hillary in the last election. They voted over 90% for Biden. Uh, black people, generally speaking, have voted over 85% for the Democrats in the last, I don't know how many cycles of elections. So we the, we the hallmarks, we the benchmarks, we the vanguards of this democracy. I don't want to hear nothing about it because you have now empowered rapists and child molesters to, 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 to make sure that their children are born. So when you're sitting out there in, in family court trying to defend uh, whether or not your baby should go visit your rapist daddy, then you'll know. I had to get it off. Preach on, brother. Continue preach on. No, it's, 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 it's disgusting. We are literally living in The Handmaid's Tale. We are literally living in the handmaid's tale. We have a Supreme Court that is 6-3 that really uh, the, the, the balance of this court was decided by presidents who did not even get the majority of the popular vote, Bush and, 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 and uh, Trump. In three elections, none of them got the, uh, 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 the, the majority of the popular vote. So that means the majority of the people did not elect them, did not vote for them, and yet they have decided the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court has decided to let this thing rock. And now you have a situation where, you know, I don't need to have a daughter to know how, how insidious this is. I don't even need to have a mother or, or cousins or aunts or anything else or, or women, friends, wives, girlfriends, nothing to know how insidious this is. This is insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, the funny part, not really funny, but even if you're a Lyft or as I was speaking, Lyft driver or Uber driver, you can be arrested. Right. Driving a person to a Planned Parenthood center. Hey. Yes. As Anthony said, it's ludicrous and crazy that they actually signed this law into effect. But then when you got uh, an asshole for a governor in, in Texas, this is what happens. And, and y'all voted him in, and he's just fucking it up for everybody. Because as I think Anthony said, Earlier, other states are going to try to follow the same model 
Maybe right. they're not. They're not even going to change it. They're going to. They're going to literally just, you know, say, "All right, we'll give us the paperwork, and we'll just put this in, and we'll come bring it up for a vote." And in states where they control the legislatures, uh, these these southern states, that's what it's going to be. Go ahead, Dirk. If and, and I just want to be clear, um, if I'm in Texas, right, I can go mm-hmm. out of state. Not not me personally, you know. If they're in Texas, they can go out of state to terminate a pregnancy. That is accurate. They just can't do it in Texas, right? Well, here's the thing. And, and, and let me, I got, uh, there's another question to this. And because I'm an Uber driver and I drive you over state lines to get it, if my neighbor knows that this is happening and they turn me in, can I get hemmed up? Yes. Now that's you. Up. If you if you the Uber driver, right? And I somebody you call, lines. right? You, you you sitting there in, the, in your uh, in your house. You know you walk out every morning. You know the mailbox. You see your neighbor. Hey, how you doing? And then one day, you know you go out there and and you like you know <laughs> your neighbor sees your positive pregnancy test sitting in the trash. Uh, you know, for trash to pick up and they go, oh, somebody in the house is pregnant. And the next thing they know, you know, you know, there's only one woman in the house. They go, wow, it's got to be her. So they see you leaving, you know, uh, with your little bag to go out of state or go to, you know, right. somewhere to the airport. To go. Yes. They think that they suspect that you are trying to terminate your pregnancy. They can call it in. Uh, they will get paid because it's a bounty. Okay. They will get paid and the Uber driver will get hemmed up. They will get locked up for, they, for they, aiding and abetting the situation. Then somebody I, I, need to make that governor pregnant then. See how he likes it then. Okay. Well, he needs I, to get I, pregnant. This is ridiculous. Go ahead, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, this is a horrible law, but let's not jump too far ahead because if I'm not mistaken, I didn't take any law classes and I have simple understanding of law. State law typically doesn't supersede federal law. So while this is a Texas state law, and I know this other states are trying to enact this, right? It still has to go, I know, to the Supreme Court, which is obviously the point leading heavily right. But it still has to go and be, uh, uh, I guess, mitigated or legis- not, not mitigated, legis- legislated to the Supreme Court because they they're not going to have be able to do this law and have in Texas where you can't do something that you can do. Federally, so ah, see, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people think that here's what happened. Here's why the law was allowed to pass. The Supreme Court declined to because they they someone tried to get an injunction to stop it from going into effect. The Supreme Court declined it, and the way the law is written, um, it's not like the state is preventing you from getting an abortion. The state is not preventing you from getting an abortion. What they've done is they've deputized everybody in the state. So there's nobody you can file, you know, use like, you know, when you file a, a case, it's it's a uh, state. Uh, it's 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 uh, John Doe versus the state of Texas. OK. Right. Or John Doe versus, you know, Gregory Abbott, you know, state of you know, state of Texas. But it's not because it's John Doe now versus all the John and Jane Doe's. We don't know. There's nobody you can you can sue. That's the way they wrote the law. That's why everybody's rushing to kind of it's it's almost they found a loophole in the situation. And because the Supreme Court declined to take it up, there is no defense. You can't there's nowhere to go. You can't get there's no redress. So what the Supreme Court essentially did was they overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, if everybody in every state decides to copy the Texas law, there's nothing you can do about it. The only thing uh, someone suggested, the only the only remedy might be is to deputize federally. Uh, deputize um, Planned Parenthood and, and abortion providers. 
making them federal, almost like federal marshals, federal deputies, which which would allow them to be protected from any state laws that would ban it. But that's not happened yet. Uh, so, no, yeah, you're right. Federal. Yeah. Uh, ordinarily, it should be challenged. But they had they had a case that was working its way up the pipeline, the Mississippi case, which they were probably going to use to overturn it anyway, federally. But they, you know, by letting this one slide, they kind of jumped the gun because this one is even worse than the one that they were going to let rock. That case. Um, in Texas, is stand your ground a state too, if I'm correct? I think yeah, Texas, yeah. yeah okay. Is, so if your neighbor snitches on you about you, your girl or your wife getting abortion, you can put a cap in that motherfucker, right? Well, not necessarily, unless you feel threatened. That's threatened because he's threatened your family and your livelihood. Because now you're going to be arrested. Your wife is going to be arrested. I guess that's going to be a test case because somebody's definitely going to bust a cap in somebody's <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the next test case because it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, I, you know, just the idea that you make you make it all your neighborhoods. That, yeah, that's like this is like some old, you know, North Korean nonsense where, you know, everybody's stitching on everybody else, you know, to stay in, in, in you know, good stead with the state. That's really what it comes down to. And, and, and like you said, Anthony, if anyone has watched The Made and Tale, Hands Made Tale, this is what this is about, basically. Yeah. You know, you could be raped and you're going to have this baby and that's it. Ain't nothing you're going to do about it. Like I said, your rapist has more rights to your body than you do. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and there's no other way to say it uh, You know, other than that. Your rapist, uh, whether it's a family member or somebody grabs you in, off the in, from the street, has more rights to your own body than you do for the women who live in Texas and for the women who live in these states that are going to follow this law. Your rapist has more rights to your body than you do. And again, I'm sorry, white women, y'all dropped the ball when over 50% of y'all decided Trump was better than Hillary. Y'all made this thing happen. You own it. That's it. You own it. It's yours. So there you go. Before we go, uh, it is the, uh, as I said, it's the last weekend of the the uh, summer season, um, summer is kind of come and gone again, and you know, this is two summers of uh, of uh, COVID living. So um, it, it's a little different, I, I guess. You know, with the exception of one of us who decided uh, that he wanted to go to the barbecue yesterday instead of taping. We were supposed to tape. Um, you know, yes, most me. of us we didn't have that kind of summer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just they, saying, you know, they know, they know it's me. It ain't no goddamn secret. I do what I want. <laughs> I do what All I right. want. Yeah, I went to the barbecue. I rushed home, and then uh, you know, I sent a you know, you know, uh, a text to the cats, let them know we could do this at two. Of course, the regular defiant one. No, I can't do two. I could do three. Oh, now I'm busy. I could do four. Nah, uh, man, you I ain't guess gonna he's keep pushing. Me. You, you know what? <laughs> if, I, if I recall correctly, if you would find him, one. if you defined that ass when you were supposed to find him, we wouldn't be here. If you if, <laughs> let the record show, the only person who responded to your simple ass text that you said you're gonna be home late, <laughs> five o'clock, was me. The other two guys didn't respond. If Maybe. we can look at. Maybe they was at the barbecue already, Mark. Yeah. That's why they. Oh no, 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 no! You supposed no. to get back a certain time. You got back early. Like, hey, I'm back early. Can we do this? Basically, can we do this now? I'm here now. And I was like, I mean, oh yeah. And then I realized I couldn't because I was I was out. And then I realized, you know, I'm not gonna be back in that time. But nobody else responded to your text that you because I was set for the the time we had, five. which was yeah, five which was real late for what I have to do. But I was willing to do it. And then I saw it. I was like, okay, maybe you know. 
but nobody else responded at all. So I don't want to. And hear I it. thought about me, you when I sent it. I says, "Yeah, money got to get his rest. Let me get about in me. a loop." As you try to call me out, what less <laughs> than a minute ago? He thought about you, Mark. Because you are you. the def- listen. It is it is known you are the defiant one. It's known you get a lot of slack because supervision is your brother. I get it. So when I sent wow. it, I said, I thought you would have said, oh, man, homie's looking out for me. Bet. But here you go. Nah, let me, let me, BP, let me, that don't work for me. Let me let me ask Keith a question because he is the transportation expert. A bus is supposed to run over people at this frequency? Uh, because I've been... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's running over Mark a whole lot. I'm just asking. Listen, uh, I know sound. we said five o'clock. Dirk said we'd be here five. I said, yeah. cool. I said, the then latest, I, read it. I should be back by five. five. The latest. But you was here and at I, two. So and I said, I, if anything changes, I'll let you know. And that's what I did. Uh, yeah. Allow me to retort. Retort. I believe the email said uh, five o'clock. Yes, I'm looking and, at it right and, now. And, and if there's an issue, I will I will introduce you on the podcast, and if you come in within a certain time frame, uh, just join us in progress, and it's okay because we understood that you you know you were out uh, doing your thing because uh, you you did announce you did give us a heads up that you were going to be out of town, and said we we, we work around that. Uh, but what you didn't tell us was that you were going to a barbecue after you came back from your weekend getaway. Right now, I'm reading Sunday text. Good morning. I should be back in New York tomorrow by five. If anything mm-hmm. changes, I will let you know. That's what the text says. And I'll let yeah. y'all know something changed. No, but that's let us know. If you got back earlier, we will. Nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. That's what that meant. You know, he meant there was no barbecue. I said by five. You didn't. The only. First of all, I don't need to be reporting what I'm doing in my personal <laughs> life. No, that's the first thing. This here gonna stop. You know, I'm I'm think I'm doing y'all a courtesy, and y'all mad because I had a couple of ribs and some macaroni and cheese. It don't make no damn sense, man. But for now I'm, on, you know, I will just let you guys know. You know, on the holiday weekends, maybe we need to move things around a little bit. That's all. That's it. Now, did did we or did we not uh, uh, last week? I, I tossed it out there. I said, you know, um, given your situation, yes, you know, you're going. Would you like to tape earlier? In advance of this, and I said I, yes, and I, we we said yeah. What you tell Who us? Said you said no. you would let us know. You said you would no, let us no, know. No, no, no. Once again, you got to go back. I know that's your brother. I feel you on this. Going to war as usual. He's not available. Nah, Friday don't work for me. Nah, not Thursday. It's not good. You know, it's nothing is good for him. He's Friday, good with Monday Saturday, at three. You see, it's Saturday again. You see, it's always something with this guy. Deal with him, supervisor. Deal with him. <laughs> you trying to? Man, I was the only one responded to your simple ass text yesterday. Hey, I'm, you know, about the five o'clock. My brother says, "Okay, I'm ready." You know what? Like that court stenographer. Hey, good morning. I should be back in New York tomorrow by this. That came at eleven forty three Sunday. Should be right. back in New York tomorrow by five o'clock. If anything changes, I'll let you know. My brother says at twelve twenty two. Okay, cool. Um, then I said, "Okay, five is the latest that I can tape." So that that was on that would be on Sunday. Uh, but uh, before yes. you proceed, could you just repeat what you said? So okay, your so response. Your at, response at the, was what? Five is the latest I can tape. Okay, that stop was on, right there. That was response to the five o'clock for the Monday. And right there, that's letting me know I got to take care of my cousin. Go. Oh, okay. So then you get back. Yo, just got home. This is twelve eighteen. Yo, just got home. <laughs> Traffic was great. Left early. Do you catch want to tape? 
uh, do you guys, you guys want to tape at 2 p.m.? And at that time, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do 3 o'clock. And then you say, cool. But I realized, oh, I'm out. I said, uh, busy now. Let's push at the 4. I'll definitely be available then. And then that was at 141. At 2415, can we tape tomorrow? I can't go. <laughs> I can't do four. Got invited to a barbecue yesterday. So in other Looked words, less than an there. hour later, he yeah. changed his own exactly. mind about his own idea. Got but you know, I got to go into a barbecue, rushed back, and then um and then I said what I you know, with the time of you know, which time we take right Remember, actually as right now. My request and no, was and, and that thing was me and you. Nobody else responded to you. I got back early besides me. I was the only one no, that saw I, it. And, and, and I give you props for that. You know, that's why I know, looked out for you to get back early. Yeah, because you know, the oldest one in this podcast, what's the quote he has? I don't walk around my phone basically all damn day. <laughs> you know what I'm so that's right. Man well, we said got five. We got he mean five. Exactly. That's what he so said. We were like, okay. And then if by chance, you know, they saw it. We'll do it early. If not, Keith and my brother and myself, we're going to be going ready to go at five. We'd have been doing it without you, unless you didn't have some, you know, grease on your computer as you were talking to those ribs. But we well, were I'm going ready to, at five. I'm glad we got it done. Everybody's happy. Let's, you know, we do what we do. Why, why don't you do it like my man Furious Styles? And have Trey go over and bring you back a plate instead of going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember Trey almost got hit by a goddamn car and shot going too much with that goddamn barbecue because he wanted to get the the baby with the nasty ass pamper. I didn't want nobody to get hurt. That's why I didn't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, football season starts this week. I know you won't be watching Derek, so uh, we'll be updating you as hey, the year goes by. I already drafted my fantasy football team, Kaepernick America. Um, <laughs> that's 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 what it's called. Uh, so I'll be I'll be I'll be rocking that. That's, that's the only thing I like. I mean, it's the only reason I like football season. And and the best thing on TV from this Thursday on will be NFL Red Zone, my favorite channel for the entire fall. Uh, listen, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People. That is a you problem. That is a big mistake. You should have already subscribed to Power to the People. You can get us anywhere you get your podcast. You can even ask Alexa to play Powell to the People for you. You can find us on social media, on Facebook at Powell to the People. You can find us on Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram, uh, Derek Powell, 330, Big Fella55, Comic Tony Powell, and Mark Powell. What's the number? 7372. Uh, 7372. Seven, 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 I'm going to get it. I'll have it next week. Uh, we will see you all next week uh, without the barbecue uh, grease on our fingers. Peace. Peace.